I don't think you could have avoided the flies. No, I get. I was just surprised at how many flies. Because again, even in the house, we had the cake sitting in there, Those and if flies we, getting in there. And the do- yeah, I mean, they were flying into the house. It's probably just the time of year. It was interesting though, because it, I mean, well, it's not that it was There's hot. There's a lot of flies this time of year. Is there? August, August is a big fly season. Really? You know that? Like, and bees. It's just one of those weird things, you know? Like, August is I'm like. Because th- I'm thinking about football practice. There was always flies and bumblebees. Flying well, around. this is the worst time of year, too, because when it's like the change of season, they're like stupid bees. Yeah. Like, they're idiots. Like, they like yeah. hang on to you and like don't know why. Just relaxing You're just on like, your own. dude, like, Come on now. either sting me or move on. <laughs> <laughs> Do something. Just be done with that. Yeah. All right, you ready? I'm ready. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 40 of The Real Word. We're going to recap here on the main topic. We're not even going to celebrate that one? Oh, yeah. Celebrate. little celebration. Go ahead. Yeah. What do you want? You're just hoping somebody's got a mimosa laying around or something? Hmm. You know? We may actually. We're going to... I'm thinking about that, like a little ding, like a little... Oh, yeah. Ding. We need a little, a little dinger. We're going to recap a topic, topic from last week. With Facebook. Yep. If you're in the real estate industry, broker, agent, this one is very, very important. For sure. Uh, Facebook has, after the HUD complaint that we referenced last week, they've moved forward and removed certain ad features. So, for instance, you can no longer run a Facebook ad to a demographic or uh, people that are interested in being likely to move. That one's gone. Uh, Jill, did, you actually, did you go look at it? Yeah, Jill yeah. checked it last week when we were, when we were looking at the... Uh, ads manager on Facebook. Likely to move is gone. I believe that one I'm 100% positive I on. A list. I think they have a list in that article that you're reading on Realtor Magazine. I also believe that the um, the category of people that have just pulled a pre-qualification is gone. Interesting though, because I feel like, can you, I mean, as Realtors, I mean, the amount of times um, clients are like, oh my goodness, I'm getting bombarded by other, I mean, as a as a buyer, you get things in the mail constantly after you've gotten so f- one pre pre one pre approval. Of course, yeah. So I mean, I'd like to think that it would go across all but, lines. But remember, face. But but this is just Facebook's world, right? So maybe those lists are getting to other places, and other people are, are continuing to use them. Facebook has removed more than five thousand uh, t- ad target options mm-hmm. to help prevent misuse. So over 5,000 options that as a real estate agent and broker that you were able to use yeah, to promote listings yep. are now gone. Yeah, that's huge. That is huge. And this huge. is why, and I've said this on the show multiple times, this is why if you're an agent or a uh, broker or brokerage or team out there right now, and the majority of your business comes from a place like Facebook, you're extremely vulnerable. Just like all those agents that are spending forty, fifty thousand dollars a month Zillow. on Zillow ads, yeah. you're extremely vulnerable because leads. Leads. because you don't have multiple um, funnels for your leads right. to flow into. Yeah. You know, right? So if you're solely built on Facebook and reliant on Facebook, here's a clear indicator that things can change overnight in a Facebook world. I think what I think though, I think with the conversation though that we're going to be having more, is it necessarily leads coming in? Because I don't think you're, I don't think many, I mean, what I can't no, say face, many. Facebook ads, I mean, I'm sorry, Facebook leads are a real thing. No, no, They're no. They're just no. much I, longer right. uh, tailed. But my only point is, is that I think that 
in my mind, who this is going to affect the most is going to be our sellers because we're going to have to have conversations with them that, yes, we are going to do our best to get qualified buyers in here. And like, yes, we're going to. But like, obviously, with all of these categories being removed, you can't really target in on, I'm going to get that 62-year-old woman that likes caviar yeah, to come into your million-dollar home. Like, we used to be able to sit down and say on Facebook, I can take this age demographic and I can look at who who is likely to move and who just pulled a mortgage and we can market to them and so right. like oh my gosh this is fabulous right yeah so I think we're gonna have to have um, different conversations with our sellers now I mean obviously we're, our job is to continue to market and get as many people in. I think we could still obtain that but to say like yes we can target exactly this per that blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman that you wanted to come in here, or man or whomever, you know, I think that we're going to have to be a little bit more, um, you're going to have to be knowledgeable enough to know what you can and can't do for your seller at this point to get yes. those those certain buyers that they were originally thinking that they could like hone that's, in on. I think that's more important than anything. For sure. You need to understand these changes as they happen, understand how to use the ad manager platform on Facebook, and, and don't be one of those agents or brokers that goes in to a listing appointment and says, oh, I'm gonna put you on Facebook. Because putting you on Facebook to your 272 friends so that your aunts and, and annies can, you know. Annies? Can, aunts annies? and uncles. Aunts and, and annies? Auntie Annie and Uncle, yeah. you know, <laughs> Jerry can see this stuff. Yeah. You know, explain to your seller, even go as far as taking your laptop and showing the seller the ads manager and what you can and can't do. I like, you know, I love in the listing appointment getting their hands a little bit dirty so that they fully understand the process. And, and when you go through all of the different things that you do for your seller, then it becomes a really easy conversation when you start to talk about commission. Like, hey, I'm at six or because anything. I just showed you exactly like, what's going or on. Or like we've been having conversations the last few days for like price reductions. Because, you know, at that point, you know, when you're that far in and you've, and you've been showing them everything, they are really relying on you as as the professional. And, they're, and, they, and they speak it. I mean, we went on, well, at least one the other day for a reduction. I mean, they kept saying like, you're the professional. Like, this is your job. Like, this is what you do. Like, we trust you. Like, this is what, you know, we're satisfied. Like, so I, again, I think that it's, super important again especially as things change it's our duty to make sure that they understand it too because again like three months ago maybe when you listed that property and the things that you were able to do for them then has yeah. drastically changed that's a gr great point as the now. agent you're never getting the price reduction if your seller doesn't fully understand what you've right. done for them at the current price right yeah right. I agree with so that. you're definitely the educator in, in all facets I mean unfortunately you're gonna have to become pretty worldly in Facebook and Instagram um, especially if you're saying that that's the platforms that you're going to be using you have to know exactly what's going on because it's sort of your job at that point point. and paying attention not how I pay attention to movies and that type of culture but paying attention to uh, these platforms where people are spending their time as a salesperson and a marketer is super important. For sure. Like right now at the end of 2018, you should understand that m the, the majority of the social attention happens to live on Instagram. Right. Uh, doesn't mean by any stretch of the imagination that Facebook's a place that you all of a sudden ignore because they made one shift. Right. Understand the shift. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, right? There's going to be multiple shifts. Yeah. I mean, it's... I'm actually... Well, maybe I shouldn't Facebook's be Facebook's interesting because I think that the Facebook TV, whatever they call it, the Facebook show, Facebook, li uh, not live, but... Um, Ch channel? Facebook. Facebook channels has completely not gone to... Uh, plan meaning it no. hasn't gotten the attention that people no. the only show that I've ever been like 
I have to check this out Gaga because it's supposed to be on. Yeah. Is what? Brady. Yeah, Gaga Brady. for Brady. We're Gaga, Gaga for yeah, Brady. Yeah, whatever it was. Brady yeah. was the show. Tom Brady. So, I mean, if they get really good shows, that can shift. But, like, generally speaking, if I'm going to watch uh, content that I know is on both Facebook and YouTube, I'm going to watch 100% of it. If it's in both places, I'm going to watch 100% of it on YouTube. Oh, for sure. For I mean, my daughter's actually like, she's she's much more knowledgeable in face or YouTube than I am. But I mean, they're even, I mean, it's it's pretty much like Facebook, though, in the YouTube world. I mean, she's having conversations with yep. people. I just like she's messaging her friends through YouTube. I like that UI it's, better on YouTube than I do on Facebook, you know, and I don't really watch any content ever on IGTV through the Instagram? Yeah, do that's you? A, no, I don't. I don't find myself. Watching and it's funny that. though because I don't watch because I see that there's like a like a fa um like a Facebook stories like I don't watch Facebook stories but I watch Instagram stories. Right, I never. But that's I, interesting. Yeah, too. I, I don't ever. And they're stories. always there, but I'm like, no. Yeah. If you're not cool enough to be on an Instagram story, you're not cool enough to be on here. And and it could be an Instagram feed, but so so there's all these nuances and and being able to understand. Okay, most people are watching their video content. Maybe and this, well, this is uh, you know what I what I and certain content obviously your Facebook Live is exclusive to, right. to Facebook or what demographic you're trying to get. I mean, right. if I'm trying to get my daughter, like I'm going to YouTube. If I'm trying to get my grandma, like I'm going to Facebook. You know, if right. I'm if I'm maybe trying to you know get a thirty year old, I'm going to Instagram. Like I, it just that's why you have to hit all platforms. Though, and there's too. a lot of I mean, there's a lot of professionals watching YouTube. Oh no, for one hundred percent. I'm not denying that at all. Yeah. I'm just saying like, you know, for a while you were doing Snapchat because you really thought that Snapchat was sort of and how are you feeling about that? So I've I don't post I I maybe post one every other because you were thinking that Snapchat, Snapchat was going to be like this huge sort of because I see because, lead generator because in before, a certain demographic absolutely yeah I, I really did and and before and I've actually generated leads off of Snapchat but before Instagram stole they didn't steal it because it was open for for the taking but took that feature and made it their own in the Instagram platform there was a lot of of that thirty to 45 year old demographic shifting over to Snapchat. Some of them have stuck and they're just living in, in Snapchat, but a lot of people just said, I'm just gonna use Instagram because it's there. Right, I can yeah. do the stories. Well, there was also running. so much controversy over Snapchat though too, because once you yeah, yeah, once you watch the Snapchat, though. it was done. And yeah. that was like a lot of like teacher, like teacher student scandals. That was a lot of soccer moms. I yeah, love a little it. ridiculous was happening. Luckily I am no soccer mom. <laughs> Um, no, you're a, you're a football mom. I'm a football mom. mom. Not that there's a difference there. But anyways, mm -hmm. eh. racket number one. <laughs> Lingering listing photos causing friction between sellers and their agent past or current Right. So what do no, I mean no, by I th lingering actually, I think listing photos? So well, so there's two different articles that are referenced here. We read an Inman article. We read a Realtor article. One was pretty much one article was talking a little bit more about if the listing expires, if the if the listing expires, that the listing agent should remove the photos because obviously their privacy is is a listing can expire. Yes. And it expires on on say the MLS. Right. Right. And so from there. Zillow and Realtor.com and, and truly in these places see that the listing has expired and now it goes to you know property no longer for sale, not for sale anymore, whatever, whatever, not on the market. Sometimes I've seen it more so in the past than currently. Those photos that were used in the listing will stay and live in Zillow and sellers like 
dude, why'd you keep my photos on the listing? Well, it happens though too, because when I work with with like a like a, a flipper too, and you list it, sometimes even the old photos from oh, when it was like a worst. mess comes up with the new price, and I'm like, oh man, this like this is hurting me for a little bit. But have you, have you ever seen it where like your new photos and the old photos are like bunched together? Because I haven't of, seen that. Yeah, I've seen that happen huh. too. So that was one thing they're talking about ex expired listings, removing them. But then they were also talking about that these new buyers that are buying the properties are then asking the listing agents to remove them because their privacy. Now they then... live in there, and which one? Okay, let, let, let me put something on the table here. Uh oh. If you think you don't have privacy because somebody can see in your living room, but yet I can take a Google map and I can literally sit in your front yard on a Google map aerial and spin around or, and look at each yeah. little speck of your house. Or if you're on Snapchat, the, I, can see, you, I can see you just walking yeah. around your home. Yeah, you can see that <laughs> you see, like, if you have your location on. Absolutely. But like, come on now. I mean, you're not calling up Google and asking them to take their, their abilities to zoom yeah. in on people's neighborhoods. Right. And, and you're probably doing it to your neighbor to see what they have in their backyard anyways. Like, that's I, ridiculous. I, I feel like as an agent, the only really good thing that comes of this is that no one can then take your photos because you did buy them. I have had agents that have taken my photos before without me knowing. Um, I feel like such an idiot having to call them because I just feel like it's super, like, catty, but, like, you know, like those were mine. Like, sorry, you listed it in the winter when there's no leaves, but you don't get to steal my my the, my photos with the leaves on it. You can the, buy them from me. Yes, I'll sell them. them. I'll sell them to you. In the Inman article, which we will link up, and Melanie, I apologize. Melanie made a comment on YouTube. She goes, "My pet peeve is when you guys don't link stuff up." We, we were. I thought we always linked it. No, up. No, we always link it up, but it, but it. Uh, YouTube changed something so they weren't actually clickable uh, links. So now we know what they changed. You have uh, to have HTTP in there. Oh uh, well, Melanie's like our number one fan. We can't. We can't. We screw cannot let Melanie. Melanie down. So oh Melanie, gosh, I apologize Melanie. for the mislink. If uh, if we're still missing something, please please drop us a we comment. Appreciate reach the feedback out. though. Uh, but but we'll link this one up. And and they they said they stated in here that there should be an opt out. Meaning you like you know how you can opt out of Zillow as a mm -hmm. seller? You should be able to opt out having your, your photos remain in the MLS oh. or in, you're just thinking of the work, but don't oh. worry about that. You, you would have an admin do that. Uh, <laughs> removing no, like, the photos from the MLS and removing them from these sites once the listing goes well, down. Well, I think it would be when you close out, like because when you're when going you through the closing the process, and maybe would, it would have to be on something on the MLS side because that's that's what's that's yeah. what's feeding these monsters. The, the MLS would, would have yeah. to uh, yeah. uh, to to do something there. Yeah. All right. So do you think that's a racket though? Do you think I think it's a racket that people think their privacy is somehow hampered by their yeah, photo I think of their it's, living room. It's a, I think it's actually kind of interesting because I feel I I get it. I it's 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 just it's much more interesting to me that these homeowners are complaining about removing the listings and like it's not the agents that are it's it's interesting. It's an interesting it's interesting but um I get it. I don't um, get it. Anyways. Okay. No. All right. Racket number 2. We're off. Should Real estate agents wear body cams. I think it's so fun. You think it's fun? So I have. You turn it into a vlog. So I why. have. Well, I have lots of things to say about this. <laughs> I mean, I have a few concerns. My big. I have a few concerns. Okay. Your video cam should be live, by the way. It has to and be live. Can just tune so, in at so any I time. Have, so I have a few concerns, though, because if you look at my cell phone right now, I'm at twelve percent. Yes. I mean, is your concern just going to run off the battery of your cell phone? No, my concern is is that my body cam. So the body cam they're thinking is for your is for the realtor's security. Yep. Well, if my body cam is not charged. Which it will never be. <laughs> if you're not just, charging your phone, you're not charging your body it's cam. It's just a waste of time. I also am concerned because have you seen that? I think I sent it to you. 
that video of um, he was an older gentleman. He was um, going in Europe and he had bought a GoPro. Okay. And he had no idea how to do the GoPro. So his entire vacation is this GoPro, but it's <laughs> the GoPro is facing him okay. and not the landscape. Got <laughs> it. So he was reversed. He, he's talking about things that he's like, look see. at that beautiful mountain. He had like a, a really cute accent. He's talking about the mountains, but all you see is like nose hairs. And oh, it's a really nice. funny video. Nice. So that would probably be one of my problems too. Yep. Like my arm would always be in the way or like, hmm. that's what that's. So the uh, charging it and then, um, I think my other concern would really be um, I think you would see my bartender quite often. You would you would get to know the bartender if you're <laughs> on Nicole's body cam that's live a, feed. No, that's not true. But, but uh, it's mostly being charged. I'm concerned about that. I think I think I just don't know what it accomplishes, meaning if there's not. So the, the article on Realtor Mag, which we'll link up, Melanie will link that up, um, that, it, you know, this person, Sherry Hinkle, who's in the article, she yeah. was. Uh, sexually uh, assaulted, and, and it sounded like it was even somebody that she quasi knew. Like well, she, she went through all the steps, meaning yeah. she pre-qualified the person, she set a proper appointment, she confirmed, she researched the person online, she got proof of funds, she she knew the parents, like yeah. she did everything she could. And she to even avoid was like walking situation. behind him instead of front of him. Although, yes, I like guess was... my 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 problem is with the the body cam doesn't prevent. No. The well, but I guess my biggest maybe it, maybe it does where they're well, like, okay, there's a camera. I'm but we're also assuming so after you go through all of those steps, though, I'm wondering though if she still would have been like, let me put the body cam on, because I mean after going through all the steps, if she but felt if she, secure okay, enough. Okay, so let, let's say she wears the body cam 100 percent of the time. Yeah. This This guy is, you know not right so does the body cam stop him from my point is the body cam can't stop the assault so the assault happens either way now i agree because proof. she are because she already has his name she his ad, has like his she name. knows what he looks like it's not like he's masked every right. time so i mean she's got there's proof evidence i mean obviously there's evidence there's evidence that it's happened but it's yes. happened so you're not preventing it from happening i'd much right. rather see so do I think this is a racket? Yeah, because I don't think it's, it's practical just, it's a, to ha be set up for the. You know, it's like it's like I don't I don't carry a gun on me. I don't have the license or 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 no. the gun or the want to do it. No. But my point is, I would only carry a gun to prevent this one, like you know, a very low low percentage thing of happening yeah. of somebody pulling a gun on me. Right. I would only have the gun to combat another gun. That's so, a low percentage thing of, you know, to happen. So I guess if you're a female, the percentages of being sexually assaulted are higher than a gun getting pulled on me. I right. get that. Well, then everybody should, but every but then every female should wear a body cam. It All can the happen anytime, right? So that goes back to the the first point. Maybe you just wear the body cam because you want to do a vlog. Just do you, it for the vlog. And then you might just catch some shit in the middle of it. That and would be fun. And if that one so bad situation happens to you. Yes. If you're doing it for a vlog, it's not a racket. Let's do it. Anything else is a racket. That might be fun. That could be fun. Mine just would never be charged. No. Your your, your vlog would be, it would be like all a, time, though. <laughs> Again, it would be the guy that's – it would just be, you know, wrong angles. But anyway, all right. All right. Racket one. number three, hospitals investing in real estate, meaning building homes, rehabbing homes, uh, communities, that whole thing, grants for, for new homes in the area to make a healthier community. I love it. 
This is not a racket at all. This okay. is happening in Ohio. One of the local um, hospitals there is actually participating in helping Columbus. its city sort of rebuild. Um, they were finding that a lot of the children that were coming in were coming in multiple times a year. They were living in like rat infested um, properties and just obviously things that, you know, none of us really want to think is really going on, but is. Um, and the hospital found that obviously with a better, healthier, like living um, situation that they're obviously healthier and can go on to live much more productive and happy lives. So they're participating in helping these cities, which is awesome. I think it says that they've almost given what? Almost 7 they've million, given, 6. Yeah, just, 6 under, million just under 7 million. To rebuild. I mean, they're building ground up. They're rehabbing. They're renovating. Um, I'm assuming again, because they were talking about like murders have gone down. So there's obviously adequate lighting at that point yeah. and security and I just I think it's such a spectacular thing I I think it's the right thing for hospitals to do it's sort of like colleges you know I think like hospitals and colleges can really help any city I mean I think we talk about it sometimes yeah. like I think Hartford could probably in Connecticut could probably sort of prosper if there was just like a college down there that could really you know I, I just I think that it's awesome that they're wanting to give back they're not trying to be greedy they're trying to help yeah. like families and young ones and whomever to a lot of these best live places Better to lives. live less we were talking about one on the on the radio this week best places to live in connecticut 12 and a half percent of the formula was from like how many people have higher education in your community right. so all these things right. you know a right. lifestyle kind of yeah. kind of factor in this is it's super interesting one if i was in columbus ohio i would absolutely want to be uh this would be my hospital of choice for sure because if i mean this hospital is clearly not run by scumbags. Most hospitals would probably be like, hmm, how can we make people sicker? sicker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how yeah. can we have more sick people? Right. So that, so that, right? I mean, I don't know. From a business standpoint, they're actually trying to be proactive and make sure that people in their community are healthier, which would mean they would have less patients. Well, potentially, yeah. Which I think is amazing. Yeah. Um, and, and so investing in the real estate, I mean, it's, as long as they're putting that money in the hands of a reputable uh, developer or builder or whatever they're doing, yeah. I'm all for it. it. It gets interesting when you start to give money to people that are running a racket, right? right. That's we were talking about that earlier, racketeers. Yeah, that that's when uh, it, um, it could get a little. But I don't. I think it's. I think it's brilliant. I think it's so great to read something that's like positive, um, and I love to see that. Um, you know. Again, I feel like sometimes hospitals get sort of like a bad rap because they're just like money hungry, and I get that. I get that it costs a lot of money to. This is twenty two million, so they're they're in for, you know, yeah. a third of you know just about it's a third. Awesome. So wait, props to uh, wait. It's a children's hospital. Scroll down a little bit. So props to uh, God. oh God, pediatric practice at Nationwide Children's, children's hospital, hospital in, in Columbus, yeah. Ohio. High five to you guys. Yeah. That was awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm very well done. Certainly, yeah. the work they're doing is not a racket. Not at all. No, not at all. I am curious though about like the whole sort of real estate end of all of that. Like, is it like are they rentals? It doesn't are go into depth. Them? Of... Are you rent like are you buying them? Who's buying them? Who's moving in? I feel like I need to dig a little bit deeper. I mean, on they're that going. One. Or if one of our followers is from Columbus, Ohio, and, and is running into into this, I'd love to I'd love to know so sort there's, of there's how some, this is. There's some grants. So that, there's some donations, but a lot of these homes are being re. Sold, so. Oh, they are being resold. Yeah. So fun. Renovate okay. vacant homes for resale. Hmm. So they're just bettering the community. Well, that's just it. They're beautifying it, which yeah. helps. When I, mean, you, I mean, when you live somewhere beautiful, when you're around people that can lift you up, right. uh, 
it's weather, mindset, obviously, your mindset. all this kind of stuff. Yeah, Naples sure. was vote Naples, Florida, which I'm very passionate oh, about. Everyone knows there this. Naples, Florida was voted last year the number one happiest and healthiest place to live in America on one of these lists. It's obviously always super debatable. But when I go to Naples, I'm like, man, I do feel I get off the plane down there and I feel healthier. Well, immediately. that's because you go down there in February when it's gray here and it's like bright yellow yeah. there. Yeah, I'm certain that even if you went to Miami, you'd probably feel happy. But yeah. I, but I, I'm a big believer. I, We're Northeast. I'm not peaks. disagreeing with you though. I'm a big believer in yeah. like you know. Well, but then you also want to take care of like you're then taking care like you're not just like dropping your your Coke can because there's five other Coke cans. When you're in our town, Guilford, Connecticut, when yes. you're in downtown, yes. when you're by that green, do you not feel a little bit better? than when you're in you know another town that doesn't have a downtown and you're just on some random road or side like doesn't it make you feel oh better? for sure well it's funny because we even went to california a few weeks ago and it was really kind of it was flat like i remember being yep. really flat and in i just remember being one like area. yes in that one area and that we didn't go very far state. it is very big we were only in one spot i'm hearing you um but i remember sort of like driving through being like hmm like I'm I'm cool where I live. We were we were well, we were driving through Anaheim when we got to Malibu. You didn't feel so cool anymore, did you? <laughs> no, Malibu was pretty freaking kick ass. All right, guys, anyway. uh, really appreciate it. Episode forty. I'm having a lot of fun with you. Yeah, woohoo! Um, certainly, any comments, topics, anything that you want us to talk about, please uh, drop that in the comments or send it to us on a DM. Either works completely cool. Uh, we're, Melanie, we're gonna get better on these links. Don't we, worry, I think Melanie. We figured out the we're not gonna let you down on YouTube. We love you. We love all you guys. And we'll see you guys next week.